Good day, everyone. This is Vibrant Vernacular. I am Pashas. This is Shawan. It's Azalee. And today we're going to dive into a pretty controversial topic. Um, We're going to discuss slavery as a choice. Um, As we all know, slavery in America started in around 1619, um, and it ended, with my air quotations, uh, with the Emancipation (laughs) Proclamation of 1863. Um, A lot of people celebrate Juneteenth, which is June 19th. Uh, 1965, which is the announcement of abolition of the abolition of slavery in Texas. Um, More prominently, um, Kanye West had a, I would say, tyrant where he discussed how with 400 years of slavery, that sounds like a choice. And to a lot of people, that was a controversial statement because of the you know, ramifications that we face from slavery, Jim Crow laws, all of that stuff that our our people have been affixed with that still affect us to this day. So I wanted to kind of break that down and just see how, you know, we all feel about his comment and just kind of delve into it a little bit. Oof. (laughs) I know. Where we begin? (laughs) I just missed the old Kanye. That's all. So the topic is, is slavery a choice? Mm, Yep, that's it. So So I'll, who wants to go first? I get, I can jump in. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Oh, y'all go? No, go ahead. Okay. So when I thought about this, I kind of decompartmentalized it. If that's a word. Sometimes I'll be throwing big words out, y'all, and I don't know if they're real, so just check me. It means something. Go ahead. <laughs> so, I took it in the physical sense and in the mental sense. Mm-hmm. So, the physical sense, I feel like, no, slavery isn't a choice. Um, back then, you know, Africans were taken from pretty much what they knew. As far as their language, their culture, minding their business per usual, and pretty much taken into a whole different realm where they weren't able to communicate with anyone. Um, I mean, we can look at that as far as going to different cultures, keep it simple with the language barrier. Uh That's hard to function in itself. So what better way to, you know, keep someone captive physically than to just... I mean, not be able to communicate. You've got, like, I don't know. How am I trying to explain this? It's like a form of isolation in itself. There you go. Exactly. Now you want to change my name, my language, and I exactly take your Exactly. In essence, strip you from your identity and Mm -hmm. say, hey, this is the way we're going to do things. So, you know, I'm shackling you, learn from here. So in the physical sense, just keeping it real simple, I would say that at that point, that was not a choice. So when I decompartmentalize it and I think about mental slavery, because I think that is different, there are ways that you can educate yourself to, again, renew your mind to learn different things and function in a different realm of what you know or what you've been taught or how you've been raised so in that essence again just keeping it simple I do think you have the choice of being stuck 
and then, you know, enslaved in a certain mindset where you do have the option to break free of that. Okay. So eloquently put. I love it. <laughs> Allegedly, because let me tell y'all, I was stuttering through that. Like, my brain know what it's trying to say, <laughs> but trying to get these words, I don't know if it's because it's early or what. But... No, I understood exactly where you were going with it, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't something that I, I couldn't grasp where you were going with it. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that okay. makes sense. Um, And it could be because you're my friend. That could be part of it. But I just kind of understood. So, of course, y'all know me. I'm always, like, controversial. But when it comes to slavery, I feel like he was, he hit the needle on the head. Like, it was, at a certain point, a choice. Now, granted, the options were not the best options. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was kind of like choosing between life or death. And especially being, I mean, I know me being a parent, when I look at it from that aspect of it, I'm trying to protect my children. So if it calls for me to remain in a place that I'm stuck or a place that I'm experiencing that type of, you know, strife, I don't know if I would have made a choice to try to be free. I'm not saying I wouldn't have left with Harry Tubman, you know what I'm saying, or other people, but like just the the, the aspect of it when it comes to that, like I look at it in a modern sense, you know, we don't know what lies when you die. Like we, we have no clue what's the next stage, you know? So for me to have death as an option, I don't know if I would have chose that option. You know what I'm saying? So like, as far as the revolts and all of that stuff, I think that was definitely something number wise, like Kanye said, if you look through everything that he said about um, when he, the numbers were on our side, period. We outnumbered them massively. You know what I'm saying? But for us to choose to stay in that position and not even like today, we don't come together for a united front for us to not come together for a united front in that situation when we really needed each other we chose to stay where we were that's to me that was a choice within itself not saying it was a bad choice i'm just saying it was a choice okay okay like I girl, I, every time I hear this, I'm like, oh, I, I feel so many different ways about it. Okay, the word slavery is like being, uh, they always use the, the word in the definition, we get some on my nerves, but <laughs> the slavery is anything that like restricts your freedom, you know, anything that cuts off your freedom. And I feel, you know, it, we're, we have to start at the beginning when we talk about this. If we're starting at the beginning, no, nobody. You, I, I'll wait for t- a show of hands. You know, if anybody who chose that life for themselves, anybody who's like, "Go ahead, take me, <laughs> take me away from everything I know." No, I don't think it was a choice. I do feel as things have progressed. Yes, and we we're probably saying the same things in different ways sometimes. But if you fast forward to the welfare era, welfare era, um, you know all the stuff where it's like, okay. You got the choice to get a job. You got the choice to, like me and you talked about this a lot, Pashas, to have your whole family, you know, the man, the female, the children. But when welfare was introduced, um, it's like, oh, you get this check if you, as long as you don't got that man living in your house. You know, it was like, 
I think at that point it became a choice because she, it's easier to do nothing. It's mm-hmm. easier to sit down and let things be handed to you than you to get out and work for it. So I think it's like, as I said, mentally, you know, I did want to sprinkle in the mental health awareness part for this month, but mentally it does become a choice when it's like, damn, if I do nothing, I get $300. You know what I'm saying? If I got to go work, you know, they may pay me seven to $10 an hour. It could take a lot to get up to that 300, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel people settle when people settle then yes, it does become a choice. But if you're looking at where this all started, where slavery itself started, nobody had a choice in the matter. And I also thought about Michael B. Jordan when um, in the Black Panther, you know, and it was like, it made everybody kind of think if I was alive back then, I would have jumped off the ship. You know, I wouldn't have let them take me. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I would have, we all would have ran from that lifestyle, you know, at the first Second, I think the the it's unbearable to think about being a slave, you know, yeah. all the stuff you had mm-hmm. to go through. So for me, I think it was never a choice up until, you know, all the free will and the incentives to to be lazy got into the picture, then yes. But when it was a matter of survival, no, it was not a choice. Some people wanted to be closer to their families or try to reunite with their families. So Slavery as a choice. I think it's mentally, yes, it can be like nowadays. I think we had the, it's just so hard when you, when you really like, if you do like do other research outside of what we learn in school and you Mm -hmm. see how it wasn't like the people who came over here, like you said, had made that choice, but a lot of times they were sold into it. You know what I'm saying? They were captives, you know, in their countries respectively and they were given away. Now, do I think that they knew the horror that would come to them on the other side of the world? No, not at all. I don't think even the people who sold them into the situation, I don't even think that they could phantom what was going to be on the other side of that journey that they were going to take. But I mean, I've looked at a lot of YouTube videos and like looked at a lot of stuff online and some of the people that were enslaved were already native to this land. They weren't all bought here as we are told, you know, with the slave trade. So it's kind of hard for me to see how you wouldn't fight. Like it's, it's hard for me to say that being passes in this era. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I would have responded during that time frame. And I can't say I would have been, oh, I'm a die for this. You know what I'm saying? I can't say that. Uh-huh. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really don't know how I would have been. But just knowing oh. what I know now, I'm like, oh my gosh, would I have been one of the ones to drink sand or jump off the ship? I don't know that either. But what I know now is like even with the prison system, you look at how many prisoners outweigh the guards, but the guards got arms. You know what I'm saying? So like that's the that could be part of the difference. Like those slave masters had whips, they had guns, they had dogs, they had, you know, artillery, you know what I'm saying, to kind of mm-hmm. bow us down pretty quickly. But I just I, I just struggle with that and like to have Kanye to face as much backlash as he faced for that statement is even frustrating to me within itself. Because, I think, sorry. 
No, no, I was going to say, I think because Kanye needed more explanation behind it. You can't just throw that out. And I mean, I didn't listen to the whole interview, (laughs) but you can't just throw that out and or whatever he said. I don't know if it was interview, but you can't just throw that out and not not say anything else. And I mean, not to be funny, that's all the media is going to take and expose him. So it requires more like more conversation, which I'm glad we're having. But if I think of it, do that, though, that's what I'm saying. People are taking a snippet of what he said and running with it because of what he said and how controversial controversial it is. I think it was the platform, the moment, and it's like, I mean, that's the part that I, Maybe you know how, it. you know, if it's somebody, let's say I don't watch TV a whole lot. I just turn on the TV, mm-hmm. having a conference or something, and he just blurts out some stuff, or it's just like, bro, where did that come from? Why we couldn't have this conversation at the house? Hello? Yeah, I think Azalea dropped off. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, why we couldn't have this conversation at the house before you brought it on Front Street? You know, I just felt like the timing, the everything was so weird for me. You know, I just, I wish he would have, yeah, like, you know how they say we should talk about this first before you yes. air it or something. I just felt like it, the, the timing was poor. And the I would agree with that. But I, I would definitely agree with that. And for me, and a lot of times, I guess, because I'm a cancer. <laughs> I know that, that. I'm just throwing that in this conversation. But, <laughs> exactly. And I think with my emotions. So my, my instinctive reaction was anger. It's like, why would he say that? But then yeah. I, I'm, I don't like to jump on anybody's bandwagon. So I'm not going to just take what everybody's taking and run with it. And not actually, especially something like that. And not look at what he said and in the context of how he said it and everything that he said, I'm not going to just take this one statement and just be like, I'm throwing him away. Like, why did he say that? He said, (laughs) I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, I want to know where this is coming from. And I'm just that type of person. So when I did look it up and I saw the whole context of what he said, of course, because it's Kanye and everybody wants to throw this mental health thing in there people are going to take what he says and make it horrible. Yes, because it's him. And I don't think that's fair at all either. And if you really took took the time to think about what he's saying and how he said it, even this is what he said, Asley, just one of the things that he followed. Everybody needs to He said, hold on a second. He said, you were there for 400 years and it's all of y'all. It's like we're mentally in prison. So he said exactly what you said, Angela. Okay. So it wasn't like he he just said, oh, slavery was a choice. Well, he should have said it. And that's it. He should you know have said statement first and then said it next. Because what's the wrong with that? But I, I don't disagree. And he's controversial. Kanye, look at the family he married into. They, they do stuff just for media attention. So him saying that is going to spark you to 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 see what he's you know what I'm saying to like be drawn to him and what he's saying to give him the attention that he's requiring mm-hmm. and that's just them and their family that's just how they roll you know so I mean I just feel like I didn't care how he said it I wanted to know why he said it more so than anything 
And see, for me, I was just like, you know, I thank you for clearing that up. But at the same time, it's like when he made that statement, he left everything to everybody's own interpretation. Like there was no preface. You know how some people, I guess the militant black people, they don't even get the the time of day in the media and stuff because like people already know what's going to come out of Jesse Jackson's mouth. You know, people already know what's going to come out of MLK's mouth. You know, like they expect certain stuff from certain people. But with Kanye, it's like, oh, you you came out of left field with that when you surprised us. I just feel, you know, warm us up first or, you know, give us some history, especially for the not even for the black people. It's just for everybody else, you know, because I feel once again, everybody's looking at black people like, damn. I didn't think about it like that. Kanye brought up a good point. Then it's like, okay, so the suffering that people before us suffered, you saying they could have not done that? You know, I guess it just led everybody to their own interpretation and it put a bad taste in people's mouths. Like, because I, But we could have not done that. Like he said, we yeah. could have not done that. So mm. at the end of the day, they're not looking at us any less by his statement, in my opinion than what they mm. were already looking at us then. If you look at okay. other cultures, me and my husband have this conversation all the time. A lot of other cultures would not have allowed that treatment of their people. They mm-hmm. wouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking at something and they were talking about just different militias and militant groups. And they were saying, like, with the Italians, they have the mafia. With, uh, you know, Asian culture, they have different, you know, groups and organizations as well, these quote-unquote organized crime organizations, you're not going to be able to do that to their people without facing some repercussion. So when we talk about how everybody looks at us and because he said that people are going to look at us, they already are looking at us crazy. Look at how they're raping, pillaging Africa to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when it came down to it, they're not looking at us any differently than what we're presenting ourselves, period. That's you know true. I, mean? but I think, too, if you just looking at slavery on, like you said, a school book level, people look at it as like, okay, they were shackled, beaten, and told what to do. So I think if you're given like that plain definition, which I feel like most white people look at slavery, they're never going to get in depth like we do or research and kind of, you know, divulge into it to figure out, you know, all the aspects that go with slavery. So I think if you're looking at a storybook definition of slavery, I think that's what made it so outrageous that people were like, yo, he's wilding. It's not like it, it was more detail to it. I, I, I agree with Shawan. I think it's just, it came out of left field. So I think that's why everyone was like, yo, because you're looking at it from a storybook definition. Now, you mm-hmm. explaining it kind of like how I was thinking, the breakdown of the physical and mental, I honestly think it just boils down to fear versus miseducation. Like if we mm. back to slavery, and I mean, that's fear. If they were like, yeah, yelling, exactly. I mean, lynching, like just Emmett Till's, like the crazy things that were going on, like that's fear. So that aspect of it, like, no, that that's not a choice. Like if you're faced with literally being like decapitated, raped, all that other stuff, that's not a choice. You literally are at this point where you're like, 
nah, I'm gonna just keep picking this cotton. I'm gonna just, uh, sit down somewhere. But you made the later. choice to pick the okay. cotton versus you fighting exactly. and facing imminent death. That's what I'm saying. That's, okay. that's the point I'm getting at. Regardless, like if I walk out of my room right now, I have the choice to go left or right. Right? Regardless, okay. you have a choice. You have a choice to wake up in the morning. I'm not saying, and I don't think Kanye is, I can't speak for him, so let me stop. I'm okay. not saying that the options were the best options, but <clears throat> still had a choice. Okay. See, I, I, got, I got something else to say real quick because I keep hearing that and I'm sure the way that, you know, it's being put out there. Yeah, I, I always feel hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, when people, I hear people talk about the 9-11 planes. If I was on that plane, I would have done da 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 I wouldn't have let them just, you know, hijack the whole plane. I would have, you, you would have been a damn hero in your mind. You know, <laughs> when I look at, when I look at the fact of everything that's been said, fear keeps people from leaving. Yeah. When we talk when we talked about the human trafficking thing, the common theme was if I got somebody paying for my food, even though it's not the best, somebody making sure I got somewhere to sleep, I got a little clothes on, I'm not going to give that up because that's security. When you look at your current situation, I'm not putting nobody on blast because I'm in the same freaking boat. If you sit there and you look at what's stopping you from reaching your goals right now, some of us, it's pure fear that's stopping us from moving to our next level so i feel when you look at it like that you know and um there was a clip you had sent before this the black man was like you know when we failed to have our own businesses when we failed to start this that we were slaves in the beginning then when we were emancipated like you said with your air quotes quote unquote okay we brought y'all here we stripped you of everything now go find your freaking way how how easy is that they say Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. We ain't got no damn boots. You know, we ain't got all the things that we need to level the playing field. But you're saying, why couldn't you do this for yourself? You know, that's what white people in America, that's what I feel sometimes. Well, why do you need this help? Why do you this, that, that? Why can't you just this, that, that? But damn, every little thing that that I could have even grasped onto and tried to get on my feet, it was literally kicked away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much like roadblocks, I feel. Mm-hmm. That really stopped people. So every time I hear, oh, it was a choice. You could have done this. You could have done that. That's what you're saying. But you're you're on the other side of the thing. You know, the people who point the finger and cast the first stone is like, you wasn't in my shoes. Your struggle wasn't the same as my struggle. Nobody is saying that that's not true. What I'm mm. saying is you still have a choice, period. So I understand the fire behind it and the options that uh -huh. they had. I get all of that. And like I said, I'm not the one that's casting the stone, period. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know how I would have responded in those situations. That's what I, I other know how I'm responding yeah. now as passes. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what I'm saying yeah. is how I see things now is hindsight, mm -hmm. right? Because I wouldn't uh -huh. have known that that's what I would have faced coming to America. I wouldn't have known that. Once I got mm -hmm. here, and this is what I was faced with, I still oh, have the option at the <laughs> end of the day to revolt. I still had those options. So regardless of what everybody's saying, you still had an option. Whether you chose the, the hard way 
or the mm. e- the harder way because neither way mm-hmm. was easy. Period. Neither one of those were easy choices, and nobody's saying they were, but we still had a choice, and this is the choices our ancestors made based mm. upon their circumstances. Okay. Because and there's no way that you can make it seem like it's not a choice when every day you wake up, you have choices. You have a choice to get out of the bed or lay in the bed. <laughs> and those aren't hard choices, but you choose to lay in the bed. Mm. I get to me, I, and I I get what you're saying, but I, to me, when the only other choice is kind of death, I guess that's where yeah. I get kind of like, I don't know. But it's a choice, though, as a lay. Regardless, yeah, but I, I mean, notwithstanding <laughs> death, we like I said in the beginning, we don't know what happens when you die. I have no clue. I know I won't be pastors anymore, but I don't know what happens next. So, death is the ultimate final finale, in my opinion, because I I don't know what comes next, and nobody has came back to tell me, hey, pastors, it's cool over here. You're gonna be all right once everything shuts down for you which makes sense nobody has told which makes sense so i feel like with slavery they didn't know i mean the so-called we're back to the air quotation freedom that they were you know in essence or thought was going to be on the other side of revolt or another choice i think that's part of what kept us in bondage so maybe i I don't know i I can't think necessarily i don't want to say i can't think from a slave mindset but just to me the choices I, I understand the bondage because there weren't that many options so I don't know I, I don't know I just feel like I just feel like <laughs> no, I'm confused but I just feel like it to me I get it yes it is a choice but I understand Yes, we outnumbered them, but I understand why we weren't able to, in essence, kind of move from that. It does boil down to fear. And I mean, the bondage that kept us there that unfortunately has trans, you know, inspired through where we are today. But I I don't know. You put it personally, you put it the right way, Evelyn. That's exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? So. No one's making it seem personally, not to cut you off, Shawana, I apologize. But mm-hmm. personally, that's that's the issue. It's the fear, period, point blank. You know what I'm saying? That fear is going to keep us where we are, no matter what the situation is. If I were a slave and I came here and I'm either going to get beat to death in a field, get separated from my family, or die, I would more than likely choose the option of being in bondage because I don't know what death is. I don't know what the end result of that is, is what I'm saying. So though there were people who revolted though, sure. but you know what I'm saying? Just, there were people yeah. like Harriet Tubman that took people <clears throat> to freedom. So it's That's not what I like, was going to bring yeah, up. And, and I think me and you, Shawan, had talked about how when we make decisions, like even small decisions that I make right now. <laughs> Tap into the ancestors. Not like only that, and also <laughs> I look at the worst case scenario every single time. Mm. So when I have a tough decision, I don't always say, okay, if I quit my job, I'm going to have financial freedom. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. 
I'm going to make this thing work. My first mm-hmm. thought is, if I quit my job, how am I going to take care of my family? Mm-hmm. That's my first thought. It's not, okay, this is going to be the best case scenario for me, even though that's what I want it to be. That's not my first thought. I feel you on that. And that's what I was going to bring up when I said I was I started off by saying personally, personally, I feel just hearing that statement. Slavery was a choice. It just feels like a slap in the face to all our ancestors who, you know, they made their best decision. You know, so I feel like every time I hear it, like I really get irritated. I get irritated because I'm like, put yourself in that situation like you just you did put yourself in multiple situations it's like yeah you the bottom line and and i heard even how your voice changed it shifted in certain points you would have done what you thought was best and 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 one of those instances you said i would have chosen bondage because i don't know what's on the other side it's like it it revolts back to the refers back to the fear once again i just feel like we do have those talks about uh the ancestors i truly believe you know that the people who were here before us did the best they could in order to i feel they had to envision a a different future a, a future different from what they were experiencing right then and when you brought up harriet tubman and people like that um you know, I was in that play called My Afa, where it's like the the journey. They kind of depict the journey of a person from Africa when they were taken from Africa and different slave um, movements, revolts and things that happened within that Virginia area, within that Norfolk Hampton, you know, that region. A lot of stuff that happened during then, during that time, it was people literally doing what they thought was best to break the mold, to stop the war, you know, like the civil war and things like that, or try to just win the war for their side, for the North or whatever. What happened for me, what I feel is just slavery is a not, it was not a choice. That's how I feel. But I just feel like being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, definitely the people that were here before us, it should give us a different perspective. And I just think that no matter when we have the conversation, like, you know how we always do the food for thought. What would our listeners think, like, by the end of this conversation? Like, what is what, what do we want them to know? Like, everybody's doing the best they can, I guess. That's what I feel. You know, our ancestors did the best they could. They did what they thought was right. But the people who did stand out and make their mark, one of the things my kids brought up, everybody who tried to change history got killed. You know, like, they stopped them in their tracks for trying to make a change. So no matter how small or how significant, somebody's going to be a hater, you know, whether it's the no matter where you are, what situation you're in, what you're trying to do a different way. I feel it's always going to be some opposition to that. But I feel slavery was not a choice. So quick question, Pasha, since you kind of look more into what Kanye said, does it say, I guess, what was his point in saying that? And like, I guess what, maybe what can you break? Yeah, kind of. I guess what sparked it? Like, I don't remember I, to okay. to everyone else. It just seemed like another Kanye outburst. So I don't know if you know what sparked it mm-hmm. or what he was maybe trying to get us to. Come yeah, back. exactly. Yeah, I got you. Um, I don't know. So like, I mean, he was doing an interview, um, at the TMZ headquarters and. 
He the just damn said, camera was on yeah. and he didn't take you his know, medicine. Like I wouldn't even say that. I mean, because I don't think okay. that his <laughs> statement was out of line. But that's my personal opinion, and everybody's entitled mm-hmm. to their opinion. So right. he said, when you hear about slavery for four hundred years, for four hundred years, that sounds like a choice. That's how. That's the full statement that he stated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I kind of I did go into try to like Google where he did try to clarify what he meant. So I'll say what I see on Google. It says, to make myself clear, of course I know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. My point is for us to have stayed in that position, even though the numbers were on our side, means that we were mentally enslaved. And then he Uh said, the reason why I brought up 400 years point is because we can't be mentally imprisoned for another 400 years. We now, we need free thought now even the statement was an example of free thought it was just an idea once again i'm being attacked for presenting new ideas okay that's Um, the problem though you can't so that the way he explained that perfect but you cannot take a tmz moment and just blurt that out and then expect people to follow up like i mean because everyone's not like you patches i after i heard that i'm not doing no more research i'm just like yo you wildin', and I, that's the fault of me. But at the same time, <laughs> like you can't take a TMZ platform and a paparazzi platform and only say that, and then and then expect people to think you're not crazy. Again, you the you the exception. Yeah. Nobody's gonna follow up after that and consider what you were trying to say. When you do explain it that way, in essence, kind of what I agree. I, that's the problem. It was communicated out of left field. But my thing is, why would he be the problem when the fact that mm. you have the ability, and this is not you as a lady mm-hmm. directly, yeah. we all have the ability to Google what he's saying. We all have the mm. ability to to take a second look at what somebody is saying and where that is coming from. Whether we all exercise that right is it, totally on us. If if somebody told you right now they're giving out free bread, mm-hmm. right? And you like bread, <laughs> you may go investigate and get that free bread. But what they didn't mm-hmm. tell you is they, they injected that bread with COVID. And now you <laughs> hey. eat this free bread because you didn't want to do the research to see why they're uh-huh. offering you this free bread. You just said, hey, they're giving free yeah. bread away. I'm just going to go also, and get I'm going to give my Yeah, bread. but I... that, that's the problem with us as a people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're so quick to judge his statement and get mad at him for presenting it in the manner that he presented it to. But if it's, uh, if it's somebody that's white, we're not going to question anything. We're not going to care what mm-hmm. they said or where they said it or why they said it or how they said it. We're very critical on each other. And what Kanye, mm. if it were anybody else that said that statement, everybody would be okay with them saying it. I do you know agree. I think it's but because it's Kanye, we use this mental health thing as a scapegoat because oh well, Kanye's crazy. That's him going on his tyrant. It's Kanye. Can't <laughs> trust anything that he's saying. And and that's how that's that's how they get us. It's because we're not going to sit here and support Kanye and say, oh wow. That was a deep statement, Kanye. Let me do my research. I agree. I think it's because it's the messenger and delivery. And then when you have a history of kind of delivering crazy shit, it it does eliminate, you know, you. (laughs) Yeah, it eliminates me fact-checking anything you say. 
So I think that's part of the problem. I want to. Yeah, I wanted to add something real quick, because like the more I hear what Pastor is saying, it's like my brother, like it annoys me so much. But it's like I think my issue is the truth, you know, how the truth is presented yes. most of the time. Um, and I think that's what it, it irritates every fiber of my being. But at the same time, because my brother, you know, he's. He's like the how do you say the balance sometimes for me, you know, the way I think he, he brought up a good point. And for me, it's always don't shoot the messenger. Like you said, because it's packaged. The person bringing us the message is Kanye. It's like Negro, sit down, have several seats, like be quiet, take your freaking medicine. Like that's how I feel as a mental health professional. Sometimes when I hear him, when I just see his, see face, his face, you know, or they say Kanye said, I'm like, eh. She's Turn so it off, you know. Like, she is so we're not. That. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just like, oh, this Negro, and and it's always like, why you get all the camera time? Yeah, why do you get all the attention? You know, and I, it, it's almost like even with the R. Kelly thing, like he has some bangers, you know, some real hits. I hate that I threw that in there, but it's just like, okay, <laughs> when you all of that, like Kanye isn't making. <laughs> I just feel Kanye is definitely an amazing artist so we can't shoot the messenger but one thing my brother brought up he was like even with voting you know it's gonna be time to vote again in a little while he was like you know you want to vote for Trump he was like Trump stands for everything that you sit here and complain about like you know like everything that I get mad and aggravated about sometimes like He's like, you you should be voting Republican and you you don't even realize it. And I'm like, oh, shut up. You know, like mm -hmm. he was like, Democrats, he said something. And, and I know we've had talks. I've had talks with several people about this. Like the roles used to be reversed with the Democrats and Republicans, you know, like back in the day, you know. And it was just like, he was like, you don't even like the Democratic platform. You don't like a lot of the things that the candidates are saying, but because you got to stay true to the Democratic Party, yep. you're going to vote them and they don't even align with your values. And I was like, I don't want to have the conversation anymore. You know, like I said, voting is personal. And that's why they tell us not to talk about politics with people, you know, because it, it puts you in a whole different place. But at the same time, it's like, damn, when you do look at things at face value, you know, apart from some other stuff, it's like, yeah, a lot of times we would say, he makes an excellent point or he did, he did say that, you know, but the way he said it, the, the platform, mm -hmm. the, the moment in which he used it, I'm like, I can't get past that sometimes. So I, I would have to agree. And I, and I think that's the biggest hurdle for us to overcome. And as a people, we don't want to be exposed. We don't want our mm -hmm. shortcomings to be exposed. For our thinking, for our actions, exactly. for anything that and, goes against the grain. And who wants to be felt like you did something wrong? And mm -hmm. neither, no place in this conversation did I say anybody did anything wrong at all. Yeah. But when, when you do have someone to say something like that, you have to take accountability for your actions, which is something mm -hmm. none of us like to do. Nobody wants to be accountable for their actions. And now... It, I guess the conversation makes us feel, us being <laughs> in this generation, like we're yeah. responsible or accountable for actions of our ancestors that they took because they thought they were doing the right thing. <laughs> you know what I'm and saying? And then, yeah, you also have to look at uh, another thing I was thinking 
if we go against that thought process, you know, even when it comes to like I was talking about voting Republican and you're a black person, you know, it's like the public opinion, like we will be crucified by black Twitter, you know, like (laughs) not just black Twitter, but you know what I'm saying? Like the community itself, like let me tell you what she said. Why she think like that? Girl, like, you know, can you believe she feels this way? It's almost like you're ostracized yep. in your, cir- your your small circle, your big circle, your, your neighborhood. Like, once they know it spreads like wildfire, she think differently. You know, she ain't down with the, the status quo or whatever. It just changes the game and makes you feel like, dang, you know, I want to live below the radar. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want all this attention on me for feeling differently in my heart. And I think that's the point where people did choose to just sit down and be quiet because Mm -hmm. they did not want to rock the boat. And why would you for fear of the outcome? Who wants to do Mm -hmm. that? Exactly. And who wants to, in that, in a, in an era where we need to bond and we need to be more of a community, we need to have each other's back. Who wants to be the person that doesn't? You know what I'm saying? Do I want to be known as the person <laughs> that thinks slavery is a choice and that every black person should be because they chose this? Da-da-da? Nobody wants to feel that way. So when Kanye mm-hmm. said what he said, we, I personally thought that a long time ago. But just because I thought that, like, I don't want people to get it misconstrued. I'm not sitting here mm-hmm. saying that we made that choice and now all of a sudden that was a right or wrong decision. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we made a choice. We made the choice that we thought was the best choice for us at that time. And who can fault you for doing that? But when you say that, people take everything out of context. They hear what they want to hear. And that's what they focus on. Oh, so she's saying that all Black people should die because we made the choice (laughs) to remain slaves. She's saying that this, this, and this, and this, and this. And that's not what I'm saying. And that's not what Kanye was saying. But because we think differently from the masses, now all of a sudden, now we're we're the bad guys. Because we don't agree with how everybody is all in their emotions about what we're saying. It's not an emotional statement. It's a statement that's going to cause you to think. Now, most people, like I said, I think emotionally. Period. I'm the first to admit that. My first thoughts were emotional. I was like, yo, who is Kanye? But I love Kanye. So because I love me some Kanye, I'm going to look into what he said a little bit differently than most people probably would because I want to know where this is coming from. (laughs) And as a mental health professional on (laughs) Mental Health Awareness Month, I feel that it's important to get some type of evaluation. And the only reason I say that to this particular person is like, I feel, you know, he had suffered the loss of his mom. Um, You know, we've all talked about the loss of our moms and what it meant to us and what it did to us, you know, and I feel that a lot of times, and he admitted to to needing that Mm -hmm. help, you know, and I think that's what really makes me not feel bad about bringing it up, you know, because he did admit that he probably, you know, I, I think medication was a part of the equation, talking to someone, the therapy, all those things, it's necessary. And I feel, you know, just everybody's not going to be on the same page with everything. But on, from a mental health standpoint, I feel it's important to check yourself. You know, sometimes my mom used to always say, think before you speak. I feel that's mm-hmm. necessary. That's a golden rule. Think before you speak. Think about, like you said, Pastors, you talked about, 
sometimes you automatically think of the worst case scenario first. And I feel um, just changing that, your own personal dialogue, you know, the conversations you have with yourself, the way it's a process that a lot, a lot of us automatically think of the worst case scenario first. Like, I think we talked about a situation I had where some kids had broken my windows. And my first thought was, now I get new windows, you know, like <laughs> the other ones were old and jacked up. So when they broke them, it opened up the door for new windows. You know, somebody broke at our house before. Yes, they took our TVs and my kids' video games, but we got new stuff, you know? So I just feel a lot of times we may initially look at a situation from the negative or the mm -hmm. bad point of view first, but even with him blurting out that statement, it got people talking. It did get people thinking. So I think the bottom line is, was there, like thought, anything that provokes thought, it can bring about change. God knows how long it'll take, who will be motivated to do something first or at all. But yeah, it was a necessary statement, a necessary moment in our history no. that we will never forget. George Bush, Ever. he don't care about Ever. black people. <laughs> See, there we go. There's a track record. Like, okay. <laughs> and he and and I'm pretty sure that was during the time when he wasn't medicated. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. What did everybody say when he said that? Kanye is the man. Kanye is yeah. everybody. He said what we were thinking. Now <laughs> people don't want to hear what Kanye got to say. You know, so like, I don't know. I just think we're all entitled first and foremost to our own opinion. My food for thought would be don't be emotional. Do your research mm -hmm. and see where this is coming from and actually do some self-reflecting. You know what I'm saying? See, yeah. see yeah. why this statement is getting on your nerves so bad. Like, why is this statement attached to so many emotions within you? I think, um, yeah, like you said, do your research. And it's just important so that history doesn't repeat itself. Um, again, we tend to look mm -hmm. at it in the physical form, but there's a lot of mental, emotional, psychological um, chains that we can break to prevent that cycle from continuing. But may have but have healthy choices. That's so Let's put true. that out there. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yeah, positive alternative. Yeah, I think that's important. And definitely don't be afraid to talk to somebody if you need to. And I think a lot of times, let's say we could be in our own world, you know, talking crazy, going off on people. And sometimes it does take that one person to be like, you need to go talk to somebody or something ain't right. You need to chill out. What's really going on with you? You know, open up, have that dialogue with somebody, somebody that you trust, you care about. And that I think the bottom line is that the person, the individual has to want the help, has to want to make a change. Some, if whatever they're going through mentally is not working, my advice is find a mental health professional, find somebody, grandma, you know, like somebody, anybody that you could talk to and just hash out your thoughts because that's important. And I think it's, I saw a quote somewhere and I think I'm about to mess it up, but it's like, it's easier to like help a, a, a child than it is to repair like a broken man, you know, like, so if we can kind of get to somebody not saying that it's only men with mental health issues i'm not saying that at all but it's better to work with the children you know to change their mindset on things versus letting them grow up and then it's like all of our problems you know to to fix it I, I don't know if that came out right but just mental health is important talking to someone 
it's yes. very important. And one last thing, um, Black history started way before slavery, in case you guys didn't know. Amen. 